broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Chicago, Illinois, it's time for Chicago Business Radio. Brought to you by FirmSpace, your private sanctuary for productivity and growth. To learn more, go to firmspace.com. Now, here's your host. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Chicago Business Radio. I'm your host, Max Cantor. And before we get started, just want to give a shout out to our sponsor, FirmSpace. Without FirmSpace, we couldn't be sharing these important stories with you. So thank you so much to FirmSpace. Today, I have a very fun guest. He is the co-founder of Logan Square Improv. His name is Alex Pritchodko. Uh, welcome to the show, Alex. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, I want to make sure. I, I, I totally forgot to ask you. Is that how you pronounce your last name? Did I nail it? Yeah, I like that. You. No one's ever sounded it out that segmented, but you. You. It, it helped you. That uh, was right. Excellent, excellent. That yeah, that's yeah. that's always the goal. So, welcome to the yeah. show. Uh, excited to talk about Logan Square Improv. Tell me, um, how did Logan Square Improv get started? Well, me and my buddy Andrew Lemna uh, were the co-founders of Logan Square Improv. We were just taking improv classes here in Chicago. We moved up here in 2016 and uh, just doing, you know, some independent shows around the city. And then we decided that we wanted to start our own show, which was the Thursday show. And that was started uh, out of a bar in Lakeview called Finley Dunn's. And they just have a little event space in the back of the bar. It's like a sports bar, cool place. And we did, we ran that show for like six months there and it was it was awesome we learned a ton and then so in november of 2018 we decided to uh, open up our own space awesome so did you move to chicago with the purpose of being a improviser and comedian uh yes that i was uh do i was doing improv and stand-up in indianapolis where i'm from uh since since after college and then just as i grew more passionate about comedy and uh, learned that Chicago is kind of the the mecca for improv. Uh, wanted to come here and take classes at you know IO Second City Annoyance CIC, and so yeah, just made the move in 2016 and kind of just dove right into it. Definitely, and and so you come to Chicago, you start taking classes. Where did that entrepreneurial spirit come from for you? So instead of you know staying with maybe Second City and and working the way up there, you guys said we're going to do our own thing, our own show, and eventually lead to our own our own theater. Where did that come from? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I think uh, I think part of it came from where we were at in our improv careers, Andrew and I, which was still pretty new, just like a couple of years in, and so like uh io at herald teams and we weren't on a house team there so we weren't doing like regular shows at io uh or second city or we were, we were doing regular shows nowhere so we were just kind of like us and our peers were just kind of doing shows wherever we could alongside taking classes so i think we just kind of realized that we could if we found a space we could put on a show and just learn the ins and outs of putting on a show and just went for it so that we could perform regularly and give performance opportunities to uh, other people around um, around our uh, time in the improv process. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Uh, were there any obstacles that you guys came across in starting your own improv theater? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, thousands of obstacles, but... Uh, nothing nothing huge that you know obviously has been insurmountable but um you know finding the right space uh 
we we actually opened our first space um, in November 2018, and then moved to a new space in April of 2019. So we were only at that first place for six months, and just kind of the more that we learned about the physical space, kind of realized it wasn't going to work for the summer. Uh, like the AC unit couldn't keep up, and there were some electrical mm-hmm. issues. So so we kind of like dove into it, and because of that. Um, found out that we hadn't checked all the boxes because we didn't know any better. So yeah, just, it's been a constant pro- and we're still just learning about our theater and about, uh, you know, the administrative parts of running a theater too. So it's a constant learning process for sure. Yeah, definitely. How, how did you go about making sure that your theater could stand out in a unique way in the Chicago comedy space? Because like you mentioned, Chicago's Mm -hmm. kind of the mecca of improv, of sketch. So you have so many different teams, theaters, comedians. What did you guys do to stand out and make yourself unique? Uh, Yeah, good questions. One one of the things that we did was open in Logan Square. Um, So all those theaters that you just mentioned are – on the east side of the river, you know, like Lakeview or Lincoln Park. And so we, we noticed that when we were taking classes and everything. And we we had a bunch of friends who lived like in Logan Square, uh, Wicker Park, Avondale area. So that was just, that was one thing that we noticed when we were deciding like where to open our theater. And then uh, also I think something that sets us apart from the beginning was that we don't have um, house teams. So a lot of um, improv theaters kind of have the model where you go through classes and then you can audition for house teams, which have regular shows at the theater. And we early on just decided that we didn't want to run that kind of a process and like be, um, be responsible for, you know, auditions and selecting people. So we do have a class program, but, uh, as far as all the shows that happen at LSI, they are in, independent teams or sometimes house teams from other theater other theaters of just people that we know and we like. And so we have like a just uh, our rotating cast of performers is just anybody that we know who does improv in the Chicago area. So uh, that's one thing that I think is unique about us. And I uh, really like how we operate that way. Yeah, definitely. It sounds like it's a great way for new improvisers, um, people getting involved to kind of find their network and start making friends. You guys give them the opportunity to do that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's so many people, so many performers who roll through our theater, uh, on any given weekend. Um, it's, it's as running a lot of the shows, it's, it's just fun to see, uh, everybody come through and, um, and also have new performers in the theater. And then, yeah, our class program brings a lot of new people that we get to meet from the Logan square area, which is awesome. And we also have a couple, we have a, like an open show. So if you're uh, an improviser you can come and just sign up and play on that show it's at um, Sundays at seven and so that's awesome I've met a b- bunch of cool people uh, at that show too definitely speaking of your classes um, are your classes geared towards people who are brand new to improv and never done it or more experienced improvisers who have taken other classes elsewhere yeah we have had several people who have uh other improv experience take our classes, but I would say the majority of the people who start taking classes at LSI are fairly new to the improv, uh, to improv in general. 
And so, yeah, it's designed so that you have to, you don't need to have any experience. And then, uh, yeah, we, it's uh, three levels. And then we also give two shows um, to each class per level. So like if you're in level one, you have no improv experience at all. Um, by week seven, we have you doing one of our shows, the Thursday show that I, uh, that I mentioned before. Yeah, and that's awesome because not only are you giving people a chance to be educated in improv, but you're giving them a chance to actually get in front of a live audience and perform, yeah. which is is super important to comedy and to improv and to sketch and to all of that. Absolutely, yeah. We we believe that that's it's really important, and we believe it's important, and that people are capable of it. And that's been proven. Like all of our level one class shows, literally every single one has been just a joy to watch and um it there's been no like oh they're they're not ready to do a show like we we've like andrew lemner uh our my uh, co-founder he's the level one teacher and he gets these classes ready to do like really fun improv shows so it's just a cool testament that um that everybody has it in them to be a good improviser which is something that we really believe what would you say is the most rewarding part of owning your own theater for you? I would say just, well, we, we love running improv shows and, and seeing people have um, positive experiences watching and performing on shows. So like that happens, you know, every, every weekend. And that's like a constant thing that we remind ourselves like hey this is really cool this this show was awesome the audience loved it the performers had a great time on stage like what more can you ask for so that that is definitely something that is like always around and that that joy is always in in the room and we try to try our best to be welcoming to anybody who walks in 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 our theater too so like um meeting new people from the from the community who are just coming to watch a show and you know some people have never seen improv but just saw the sign and just kind of like shepherding them and like introducing them to improv that's awesome too and then also like i said before just watching um the people who are taking our class programs go from nothing no improv experience to doing like an objectively good improv show that's that's something that's hard to beat for sure as definitely as a teacher oh for sure and and now I know with the pandemic of COVID, I know IO closed, you know, other improv theaters totally online. How did you guys and Logan Square Improv cope with COVID-19? Yeah, I mean, it was tough, just like for everybody. Uh, we We were very fortunate, one, in that we are not a huge theater, and we don't really want to be a huge theater. We're always going to be like a one-room theater. So our expenses were not close to um, some of those bigger theaters, uh, but we did still have to pay our rent and everything. And uh, one thing that really, I would say, saved us is we have this Patreon program. If you've heard of Patreon, it's like a membership program mm -hmm. um, for creative endeavors, typically. And we had that before the pandemic. Uh, and our program basically is... Um, it's like a $5 membership per month and you can see as many shows at the theater as you want. And we had built that up and we had, uh, we have a good amount of pa patrons, I think like 160 or something like that. And so that like, we were really, really lucky in that um, 
and we're grateful that most of the people who were on that membership kept their membership throughout the pandemic, even though, you know, we obviously weren't doing live shows. So that really helped us having that little bit of income come in, uh, helped us to be able to stay afloat just as, as like a corporation. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so that we could, we could reopen and keep our same space. Yeah, for sure. And and sounds to me, uh, the fact that they kept renewing their membership is amazing. It just shows the type of environment that you guys are creating, having it be a safe, welcoming space for people to perform, people who love performing and watching the performance. The fact that your crowd kind of stayed with you the whole pandemic, mm-hmm. that's a true testament to the theater you created. Yeah, yeah. We were really, really, really... Um, blown away with how many people like stuck with us and you know everyone everyone was having a tough time during that pandemic and so the fact that yeah people financially um still made that commitment it was really yeah really a special thing and now that we're on the other side i mean hopefully fingers crossed of the whole pandemic wave um what do you need more of how can our listeners help you in your theater uh well i would say i would say just Anyone can just come by and see a show. I, the Thursday show is a free show. Uh, that's that's the show that we started uh, way back when in, at Finley Dunn's, and that still is every Thursday at 8.30 p.m., and it's always free. And so that is like, to me, it's a very accessible show. I feel like you don't need to know anything about improv to have a good time. And um, we, yeah, we really, our, our 100th Thursday show is actually this week, uh, tomorrow. So that's that's just funny timing. But I would say, like, just come to a show and talk to us. And, you know, if if you think it's a, a cool spot, just come into more shows and then uh, sign it for a class if if it's something that you're interested in. But, like, really any level, like, whether someone's come and see, seen one show or they're there every week and they're, like, you know, $20 patrons. Like, we just love having people um, – we like to see people have a good time watching improv and, and performing improv. That's really what we're about. Yeah, definitely. And I, I can tell you seem very passionate about that, and it's awesome hearing you talk about it. And so if our listeners are interested in donating to the Patreon or seeing shows, taking classes, what's the best way they can reach you? Yeah, yeah. so our our email for most of those contacts are is lsi at com. Um, and we also have a contact form on our website, LoganSquareImprov.com. So either of those two ways, um, either Andrew or I will see that right away. <laughs> or you can you can also connect with us on uh, Facebook or Instagram. Um, yeah, we, it's a, we have a pretty small operation. So if you uh, contact us through one of those one of those avenues, then uh, we'll see it right away. That's awesome. Well, Alex, thank you so much again for being on the show. I'm glad we got to talk to you about your story and also about Logan Square Improv. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Of, of course. And thanks to you for listening to another episode of Chicago Business Radio. I'm your host, Max Cantor, and we'll see you next time. This episode of Chicago Business Radio has been brought to you by FirmSpace, your private sanctuary for productivity and growth. To learn more, go to firmspace.com.